Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Psych Legal Pop podcast. This is a podcast about popular culture through the lens of an attorney and a therapist. And I'm the therapist, Tess Brigham. Hello, I am Brooke Brigham, the attorney. So we are here and today we are talking about sister wives. So Brooke did some research. <laughs> she went in and said to see who, which episodes are people downloading the most. And the, um, the people have spoken you have all pretty it's much a, lands, a landslide uh, by a landslide mission. sad but true <laughs> the people love sister wives and well, we we love sister wives too we do i we're we are we're obsessed with this show yeah we have been going back and watching all the previous 16 uh seasons we talk about it all the time so we're equally obsessed yes so we're glad that everyone is on board with that I sadly can't say it's not me because it is me. <laughs> it is me too. Um, but yeah, I went back and I actually know all the kids' names and in, in the order. So I don't have to oh, ask good. you like, who's that again? <laughs> Which kid is that? Yeah. Uh, so I, I went back and I did a, I'm still in the middle of my rewatch, but the rewatch is utterly fascinating and it's only fascinating because of what we're seeing today. So the last time we did a catch up on Sister Wives, we talked about season 17 up to and through episode nine. So today we're going to talk about episode 10, 11, 12, 13 and the and 14, which was this week's episode. Um, So let's just dive right in. It has been it is a lot. And episode 10 is knife in the kidneys. (laughs) The greatest line on television. Yeah. And it was quite a performance. It was. It has been. Wow. Yeah. Well, what was what really was interesting? So we start off this episode with they're all on Christine's back porch. We're still in the deck chairs. (laughs) Yeah. This is this is part two of the uh conversation on christine's back porch where she tells them i'm leaving in a week the house is sold i'm leaving in a week 
see ya. <laughs> and um, everybody is there. Janelle and Mary and Robin are there as well. And, you know, what I what hit me right away was Cody. Cody seems to be really using Christine's sister wives, her sort of her opening line oh, and her show tagline. her tagline yeah. against her. Yes. Right. Because she says, I, I didn't want the relationship. I didn't want the man. I wanted the family. And here he is him saying to her and throwing it back in her face like you wanted the family more than the man. And then he's then he's upset and lashing out because she no, wasn't saying. He's saying you wanted the man, not the family, because she's so concerned about her relationship with him. Oh, that's what he said. I thought he kept saying I, I, that what, what was irritating me is he kept flip flopping back and forth. He's mad because I'm shocked and amazed that we're getting this divorce. And I don't I don't even know where it's coming. And all you care about is the man in this relationship. And you don't want to have a relationship with these other people. And because yeah, you didn't, he, I, I don't, I don't explain Cody's argument to me because apparently I don't understand it well, at this stage. It, it makes no sense. It, it goes back and forth. He he comes up with these catchy phrases that he wants to use against her. And then I, you could just tell he spent so much time seething over this and coming up with things to say to her because it's just one thing after the next, after the next. And so he said, it wasn't about the family, just the man. Mm. And so he's saying that, you know, she was, I guess, too focused on her relationship with him. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it kind of, ne neither does Cody. He yeah. is just coming up with mean things to say. Well, what's so interesting about this and what Christine says that I think is is huge is, that she says, you know, I, I just couldn't be heartbroken anymore. I'm heartbroken. I'm heartbroken. And I just couldn't be heartbroken anymore. And the sense is right. That she's been heartbroken over this relationship with him for a decade. And oh, her, her now her kids mm -hmm. are grown and it's, and it's, um, and the fact that her kids are grown and she doesn't have these little kids and they're not in each other's lives so much anymore, all the families, it became apparent to her, right, that there was no relationship with him. And I think that was right. That was her her realization that my children are all going to be gone someday. And if all I have is this relationship with you, if this is the extent of it is just going right. to be our relationship, then what do I have here? And I'm not going to yeah. wait till truly is graduated from high school and off at college to be happy. Yeah. And Janelle's kids who she helped raise, they're all gone too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, she, yeah. Anyone who goes back and watches all the previous seasons knows that, as we've said many times from day one, she has been uh, unhappy to a certain degree. Mm -hmm. And it just, it just kept getting Worse and worse and worse. Um, well, and, and you so, know, sorry. I, I, I will, <clears throat> I don't want to get too far off track here, but, you know, I was trying to think of, well, well in going back and looking at old episodes, I, th I was watching season 13, which is the season where Cody tells them he wants to move mm -hmm. and he's not sure yet where they're going to move. He just says they're going to move. He just can't be in Las Vegas anymore. And he doesn't want to, to be there. He, he never wanted to be there to begin with. They were just fleeing Utah and he really wants to move. And 
in that season, I felt like all of the wives seemed pretty good with each other and seemed pretty happy. And everybody was happy in Las Vegas and nobody wanted to move. Nobody mm -hmm. wanted to leave. And, you know, he had to basically tell them, well, sorry, you know, I'm the leader of this family and I'm going to lead us out of here. And that was just the beginning of the end because they were all happy. The children were happy. The wives were happy. And then they moved to Flagstaff and it just, nothing went right. Mm -hmm. it, it, Cody just overshot everything, buying that property that they couldn't afford. <clears throat> they, they don't have the kind of money to build anything. Yeah. Th well, these people, they don't have that much money, clearly. Well, like, we're going to get into the money okay. when we get into that later. But I anyway, no, you're right. And one thing that he says is he admits in this episode, I didn't love her. And, you know, I think that that's one thing. If you watch all the episodes, I haven't gotten up to season 13 yet. But if you watch any of the episodes, especially the old episodes, Christine has always really loved him. Christine has always, I think, really been attracted to him mm -hmm. and kind of most kind of goo goo gaga, you know, into him. So um, that's the part that it, it just kind of kills me is is that. She, she really, really loved you and she didn't want to be in this relationship with you. And so who are you really mad at, Cody? Are you mad because she's leaving or are you mad because she's leaving you? And I also added a new one, which is I got the sense when I was watching episode 10 again, which is, or are you mad that she can leave and you can't? Yeah. Yeah, because he claims to have never been attracted to her and all that kind of stuff. Yet he's so heartbroken. He keeps saying, I'm heartbroken. You know, I'm devastated. I don't want this. It, he he vacillates between saying these mean things about her and then, you know, acting like he's heartbroken. And it's like, well, which is it? Mm -hmm. I mean, he's he's all over the place and doesn't even seem to notice. Yeah. Well, and so when he gets up and he starts yelling at Christine, one of the things that he says is um, to, about Robin that, you know, Christine treated Robin like dirt, which we all know if we've it's watched the show true. is not true. We have not seen her treat Robin like dirt um, unless she, you know, waited till the camera stopped rolling and then treated Robin like crap and then <laughs> turned it back on when the cameras came back. We never saw that. But what really bothers me about this and Robin's has said this, we, we've heard her say this, which is when she does not want to get involved in the other wives relationships. And but the problem is, is that in that moment in time, when Cody is turning to Christine and saying, you treated Robin like dirt why isn't Robin standing up and saying, no, that's not true? Because Robin in her, in her confessionals has right. said, no, that's not true. Christine hasn't treated me that way. That's not what I've seen. That's that's not what's going on. But why can't you in that moment? And it's like, is it because you believe that you shouldn't be like you shouldn't be commenting on it ever? It was just, you know, in during that big speech, he she needs to stand up and say, you know, no, that's not true. Yeah, I think she knows that she she can't stand up to him, mm -hmm. like at least not publicly, maybe in private. But she knows that he is so wrapped up in being the leader, the head of the family, the patriarch, whatever, that that would be totally embarrassing for him, for her mm -hmm. to say something in front of everybody. Um, but yeah, you're right. I, 
I don't know why she doesn't at least <laughs> say something. Say something. Stick up for Christine a little bit. Yeah, but and but, then of course he said the the second only to the knife and the kidneys is the sacrifices. Like I wish I could do it the way he did it. Like yeah. sac- it was like partially broken up. His <laughs> yeah. The sacrifice I made for yeah, to the, love you to love you wasted. <laughs> well, you didn't do a very good job loving her, Cody. I'm sorry, but yeah. And then he he says so many strange things. He says, "Thank you for coming into the family and helping with the mess I was in," which which know, I think Mary, is the relationship with Mary, Mary and Janelle, right? And Mary, they cut to Mary in a confessional saying, "Well, that stung mm-hmm. because he knew what." or she knew what he was talking about. And she said that when she first got into the relationship, when Janelle came in, she was very jealous. And right then I was kind of like, you know, then why didn't you just, why didn't you leave that? Like these people have created such a, a mess, like with, if you realized you were jealous and it didn't work for you, I, why did you stay? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Are you I, talking about Mary? Mary, yeah. Oh, yeah, the Mary stuff is... And Christine. I mean, the both of them. I mean, it's just... I don't know. I, I don't think Janelle really very got very jealous. But, um, yeah, and he says... He, he also said it was a blessing that you came into the family, and I guess it's a blessing that you're leaving, too. Yeah. I mean, where does he come up with this stuff? <laughs> Well, and then that's, you know, Robin kept asking the same question over and over again about yeah. like her relationship and her kids relationship with the family. And it's just like, you know, obviously, and, and Christine acknowledges this later on in a, in a future episode, she does acknowledge like, oh, I guess I misunderstood that I wasn't rejecting her children. I wasn't saying that I was just sort of saying for now, I need some space. Well, this is another thing that really bothers me about when they're talking it really bugs me. All of them do this. Well, not all. I shouldn't say all of them. Uh, it's mostly Cody and Robin. But they use terminology like some people in this family haven't been very nice to other people in this family. And like Robin's talking about, oh, well, the 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 people who you have good relationships with why don't you just name names yeah just say um are you interested in having a relationship with me and my children yeah thank you probably probably why christine was confused because she's not speaking proper english you know she's just say the people's names and they do it all the time and then when cody talks to janelle a few episodes later at the restaurant he did that throughout the whole entire thing talking about well some people and these people and this person just say their names you know who you're talking about yeah. It's annoying. And so Robin gets upset. Robin leaves. And then Mary runs after Robin, says nothing to Christine. Yeah. Doesn't and I say think goodbye. Yeah. And, and so this is the part about Mary that I have a, you know, I know a lot of people have feelings about Mary. I don't hate her. You know, people have these really strong feelings. But this is one of the things about Mary that I, I find very confusing, which is, is that it's a very, a very teenage thing to do which is to not say goodbye to Christine or have some sort of resolution with her, but to run after Robin and then be there for her and cry with her. It's a little bit of, okay, okay. This is how you're ending this. uh, You know, it just was so bizarre. So then, then from this whole conversation that happens, we see Janelle out on the land. (laughs) We're back to Coyote Pass. 
in her in her RV. Yeah. And so this is I think this is the first episode that we see in a while where Janelle really kind of starts to break down what's going on. Cause I I'm with Cody in this, in terms of, I always thought the RV was a weird choice. I didn't quite understand why she wanted to get this RV and put it on the land, thinking that that was going to inspire people to build on the land. Mm -hmm. I kind of felt like maybe in the back of her mind, she felt like I need to make Cody so uncomfortable, so uncomfortable that he is forced to, to, um, build on this land with me, I guess. And thinking, um, you know, I'm going to make him be out here in this RV (laughs) until he, until he gets it together. But this is the one where she talks about how she has no independent assets. Mm -hmm. Half the proceeds from her Vegas house went to Robin to purchase her, to for Robin to purchase her home. And, um, and now Cody's saying we don't have any money. Yeah. So it's a little bit of like, so we, we later learned that like that Janelle gave half the proceeds from her Vegas house um, to Robin. Mary gave the proceeds of her Vegas house to Robin for Robin to get in this house, which leaves Mary, I think, has that in. So she has an asset, but that it does. Janelle's not, you know, wrong that she has no yeah. assets. The, yeah, she's she's gotten so screwed in this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And because she's always the one who is accommodating and trying to save money and trying to be prudent. And she's just, yeah, she doesn't deserve this at all. No, she doesn't. And but this is this is a classic example of someone who. Right. Like that kind of too, too big of a people pleaser. She she's right. been trying to please too many people. And you've got a lot of people in that family like Mary, like Cody, that have very expensive tastes. Yeah. If it was just up to Mary and Cody, they God knows what kind of lifestyle they would be living. But it, it's really been Christine and Janelle that's kept them on track and kept them from going under. And the shows that the episodes that I've been rewatching, I'm up to like episode or sorry, season eight is a lot of those episodes were about these Vegas homes. Yeah. And it was like, my God, you finally you you it took you two years to figure out how to do this. You found these homes, you built them from scratch. You each personalized each home for what you wanted. Now you're in this perfect cul-de-sac. Why, why did you all leave that? Like, that's the part that makes no sense whatsoever. And that, um, anyway, that's a whole other ball of wax. There's a lot of speculation about why, but you know what? It could, it could, it could have been financially motivated or it could have just been Cody's ego. Mm-hmm. You know, when he decides to do something, he's going to do it. And he didn't want to be there anymore. But um, yeah, I Mary's house, how she had that five bedroom house. Oh, the, the Vegas house. Yeah. Uh-huh. Basically just her because Mariah went off to college, mm-hmm. um, you know, shortly after they moved in. And then the houses that she's been renting in Flagstaff are, again, these huge, you know, four or five bedroom houses, like 5000 a month rent. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, we fast forward to today's episode. Janelle is literally living in like student housing. <laughs> yes. In and in my my daughter's apartment is like twice as big as that place mm-hmm. for, for one person. Yeah. I mean, oh, it's awful. But anyway. 
back to this. Um, well, this is pretty much episode. this episode, just as so just in terms of time, we need to move along. Um, and then, you know, we see Cody and Robin um, were there, you know, Aurora, not Aurora, Ariel went oh, Ari- to kindergarten for the first time and they're reminiscing about the fact that this is their last child that they're going to have that's going off into kindergarten. Um, and that was the end of the episode. Um, well, I want to say something yeah. about, you know, because we don't really get to see inter- them interact with these little kids very much. I mean, now these last few episodes has been more, but it was just kind of interesting to see them interact and how, you know, doting mm-hmm. Cody is to these little kids. And, you know, he just he doesn't like people he can't control. And once his kids reach a certain age and he can't control them anymore, he loses interest, but he just loves to control these little kids. Well, and, but that's the other part is I was looking up the ages of Aurora and Brianna and Dayton. I'm like, how old are these kids? Like, I guess Dayton's 22. Aurora is 20, Like 20. Yeah. She's 20 now. So even if this was a year ago, she was 19. And, but it is interesting to see like Aurora and Brianna are very, um, they do revere Cody the same way their mom reveres Cody. I'm sorry, right. but those two have always been, you know, way too into Cody for someone not right. being your birth father. Oh, yeah. They're very, um, I think, brainwashed into, you know, um, yeah, he's he's the all powerful. And also, too, why it seems to me like Robin doesn't want her kids to leave home. Yeah. You know, yeah. why can't they? So I I think, well, I think I don't know if he's graduated yet, but I think. Dayton is still at that Northern Arizona University, which is in Flagstaff. And Aurora's 20. She must be going to school somewhere. Yeah. Why Why can't they go live in a dorm or, you know, have a normal life? Like, why does she have to keep, again, this control? Mm-hmm. All the other brown kids went off to college. They didn't. Yeah, none of them lived at home while they went to college. Even Logan went to UNLV and he went off and lived in the right. dorms. Right, he lived so, in the dorms. Yeah, that I thought that was I thought that was really odd. I mean, they you hear them say that Brianna this was her final year. So I guess Brianna must have she must have graduated in 2022 this year. So from high school. But yeah, it is that part's really bizarre. It it is, but you do. You see it very clearly right then and there how how doting and he's the dad and he's like let's all go inside and have dinner tonight like none of the other kids ever got that you know kind of sort of nucleus family they're kind of this traditional you know monogamous family well yeah let's move on to episode 11 the worst goodbye (laughs) where mckelty i guess i got some advice from like a, a therapist or something that said people need closure and goodbyes so these people have to have this goodbye. Um, and all, I, so I guess at the beginning of this episode, Cody is mad. <laughs> Cody is oh, still surprise. very mad. He's mad that Janelle wants a relationship with Christine. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are actually out by Co- Coyote Pass and talking about the RV drama. And um, and Janelle starts bringing up something that, you know, I think we've always suspected, but is really what the truth is, is that, you know, the way the in order to work for this family to work, the wives have to have a certain amount of independence. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. and that they cannot wait for their husbands to come around and make decisions because decisions have to be made. And um, she basically said, I told him about this RV. I talked to him about it, that that he's not around enough. And the times that he's around, he's not tuned in. Mm-hmm. Meaning that when he is around, he's on his phone, he's doing other things, he's not paying attention. Right. So she mentioned all of this RV stuff to him many, many times and maybe even said to him, I'm going to go do it. Here I go. And it, it, it's, it's an interesting thing because it's almost kind of like, you know, you could have stopped her before she bought the RV and said to her like, hey, the, oh, wow, you, this is really happening. OK, let's stop and talk about it. It's almost like, well she was going to do this RV thing. So I just need to make her do it. And that's just kind of how it is. And I have no control and here she is. And then he's mad at her about everything that pertains to the RV. And it's like, well, told her she shouldn't have done it. How, you know, now I'm, it's, it's a little bit of this. I don't know. It's, it's almost like he, he doesn't want something, but he doesn't really give a definitive answer. And then when you go for it, then he's mad at you that you did it. And he's going to really make you pay for it. (laughs) And he's going to keep complaining about it. And that's been a bit of who he is, is that just kind of reacting to things, always constantly reacting, never being ever proactive or thoughtful about what you're doing before you do it. And um, and that's the thing is, is that most people would have either said something to Janelle, most most partners, most whomever it would be, would, would say something to the effect of, let's stop, let's talk about this, let's, maybe the RV is not a great idea. But then if the partner went and got the RV, then you'd be like, okay, they got the RV. I got to just support them in this, right? It's if you think yeah. about it of, of like someone who gets a puppy or someone who gets into a bad relationship, right? You, you can express your thoughts, but once it's there and it's happening, it's a little bit of like, you know, you have to then be supportive. Cody's the opposite. <laughs> Cody does the opposite of that. Yeah, I know. I don't, it almost makes me think like, did she buy that RV with her quote unquote own money? I still I don't know. It seems to me like they have family money and then they have their own money because he, he was, you know, in the upcoming episode, he is saying to Janelle how they should buy Christine's house. And Janelle's like, no, I don't have enough money mm-hmm. to do that and build on Coyote Pass. And it's like he's trying to get her to use her money to buy this mm-hmm. house. That's mm-hmm. what it sounded like mm-hmm. to me. So maybe he couldn't stop her. I got I would really I'd give anything to have a, a show about money. Yes. Just how, the money. <laughs> just the money and how that all works. I want Janelle to do a special episode <laughs> on that whole thing. Um, then we see McKelty, Tony and Avalon. Avalon's such a cutie. She is so adorable. She is. And so here we go. McKelty, Tony and Avalon are in the backyard at Robin and Robin and Cody's house. Mm. And here is a great example of Christine not influencing how someone feels. This is Christine's daughter, McKelty. McKelty sits down and she just says, like, I support my mom. I support you. I mean, so you're right there, Cody. You're seeing the whole thing. You're you're pissed at Christine because you feel like she is um, getting your kids to hate you for whatever. You know, you, you think you're you're turning you're getting the kids to turn on you. And here's one of your children right here in your backyard saying to you, no, nothing's changed. We still love and care yeah. about you. We're still going to have a relationship with you. 
and of course he doesn't Cody, hear any of that no he doesn't hear anything uh, the first thing out of his mouth is well how long have you known mm. he says that to mckelty mm-hmm. yeah bring it all back to you Cody. yeah oh yeah yeah and that's literally what happens is it goes right back to his um the his interviews and he's like brings it back to him and then he has cody has these moments of awareness like in this moment where he says i i can't take sides i shouldn't be taking sides and you know i i can't but my my kids are in the middle and i shouldn't be doing this and i i want to lash out because i'm mad but i know i shouldn't and you're like oh okay here cody you're you're kind of getting it you're you're, you know you're processing all this stuff out loud to us and we hear you but none of that changes so then there's this other part of me that feels like are you saying all this because you feel like that's what you need to say to make you human do you know what I mean? He has these moments where he's like, he has these yeah. moments of awareness, of real clarity and self-awareness. And then it all just kind of either yeah. disappears <laughs> or they're gone, they're gone real quick or they, he, it really never, are. it never comes in, you know? And then, yeah. And then McKelty even says, you know, in response to his question about how long have you known? She says, well, we've known for years that she wasn't happy and, you know, it hasn't been okay. <laughs> so even, you know, everybody knows. Yeah. Well, apparently. you know, did you see that one part where they kind of flash back to Christine's packing up all her stuff and Gwendolyn comes and Gwendolyn says, I, um, things have been awkward. They should have been separated for years. She said, I think they should have separated before they even went to Las Vegas. Yeah. And she was very young mm-hmm. then. And the fact that she knew then when she was like, you know, eight years old or yeah. whatever she was, even she knew. Yeah. And, and then, Gabriel. I think Gabriel yeah. was there or Garrison. Those two I always get mixed up. But um, th- one of them said, oh, yeah, we've seen this coming. <laughs> yeah. So well, and also I would forget. I think it was maybe last season. Or maybe this season. I don't know. But anyway, Janelle said that her kids have been telling her for years mm-hmm. that she should leave Cody because yeah. they don't like the way that he treats her. So yeah. this is, this is nothing new. And Cody's like, Oh, I was the, I'm always the last to know. Or it's like, <laughs> Oh my God. And, and then he says, he's so, you know, just, then he goes back to anger and he's like, I'm so angry. I want to blame someone. I want to break something. I mean, yeah. The only person you have to blame is you, Cody, you, you, well, and also I do, I want to act towards at the end of the episode, I'll, I'm going to, I have some questions because I, as I've been watching and going back and watching all these old episodes, I do often sit there and ask myself the question, like, is plural marriage a good idea? Does it work? You know, is it better than quote unquote monogamous marriage or is it, you know, I don't know. I keep going in circles with this. So we can talk about that towards the end, but, and then we have our very awkward goodbye. I didn't write down much about that. All I wrote was that was hard to watch. (laughs) because that was really painful and weird and yeah cody cody had a terrible attitude as usual Mm -hmm. and um yeah i mean and robin and her daughters they were just sorry i just dropped something sorry people (laughs) um robin and her daughters are just standing there like with frowns on their faces not saying a word Mm -hmm. it was it was really, really weird. And 
Cody awkwardly tries to talk to Truly and Truly just looks like she has no interest in talking to him. She's very uncomfortable around him. When he tries to hug her, she just seems so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, she could care less about saying goodbye to him. You know, yeah. She's. Well, then when they're going to all say goodbye to each other, then Cody's like, they all kind of, all the kids try to walk towards Christine and, and truly. And Cody's like, no, just me. Yeah. You know, like just me. It's like, how is that going to help anything? You're going to, you are, if you're going to hug truly and then go home and hug them, do you not understand that for someone who yells and thinks he knows everything about COVID-19, he really doesn't. He really does not. I mean, he had, yeah and mckelty and tony and the baby were just at their house yes he suspends the covid rules when it's convenient for him Mm -hmm. but yeah not letting ariella and saul say goodbye or have a hug or Mm -hmm. anything i mean it it was just cruel it was like what are you doing yeah it's terrible well, and he'll argue like, well, McKelty and they, those guys, they had, you know, they were COVID tested and these people were COVID tested. It's like, well, it doesn't really matter. You've all been exposed to each other, right? Like, right. you know, he really does not seem to understand this. But anyway, let's move on to episode 12, Life After Polygamy. So this is it. Christine is leaving. Her offer fell through, but she is leaving um robin says that the collateral damage will last forever for for generations for generations i'm sorry yeah. and I'm sure that's, what that's does that mean co- How, well i'm sure <laughs> for I'm sure whose generations i'm sure that's something that cody said that mm. she's parroting i mean so dramatic i, I well, mean it was robin so is perplexing utterly perplexing seeing the old robin in these old um episodes and seeing this robin now and i know that a lot of people that there's been talk that maybe she have a substance abuse problem we might you know or something and i worked in substance abuse for a long time i, I you know uh, and i i don't know what's going on with her i don't know why she is if she's beaten down or slow or if she is abusing substances and that's what makes her but just her words, the way she speaks, the way she talks, yeah. it is really different, really different. Well, also, too, Cody was used to be very different. You know, he he's always had his kind of core traits of being controlling and whatnot. But at least from what we saw on camera, he was a little more jolly. Mm-hmm. Like now he's just 100 no. percent pissed off mean all of the time. So it's almost like she's kind of morphed with him mm-hmm. or something they're both different they're both weird yeah so then mary we see mary who we who tunes in like once an episode <laughs> we yeah, no for, one even knows where she is or what's happening three minutes yeah but she's shocked that that people are reaching out to her telling her which i assume are the fans that she should leave cody as well yeah um and and again, I, you know, I don't know what's, I know a lot of people feel like, what's the point? Why is Mary staying? I don't, I mean, now Mary has seen him say, Cody say, I don't care if Mary stays or goes, but at this point in the story, she doesn't know that he said that. So I, I, yeah, I don't know why she's holding on. Um, 
And then we have this whole discussion because poor Janelle is getting water from Christine's house <laughs> to fill oh, up gosh. to the RV. Oh, God, her and poor Savannah are filling up all of these buckets of water that they, you know, every time they need to take a shower or brush their teeth or, or do anything. Well, you know, before before that, though, we see um, we see Christine actually, you know, leave mm-hmm. with her moving truck and uh, pulls up later that night in salt lake city to her new place uh-huh. oh i missed all that okay yeah yeah she um to her cute new house mm-hmm. and you know she's her and truly are inside and they're so excited and happy and you know she said the minute she drove away from there she just felt <laughs> fantastic <laughs> and i'm like yes i can she just she just drove away from the most toxic situation and now she she was just so happy to be gone so i was i was very happy for her yes just wanted to uh throw that in there but janelle janelle is sad yeah that she's Um, gone yeah because you know they're basically best friends and they had this you know unique shared experience you know yeah that's very uh you know they're bonded forever um what I thought, just to go back to the finance thing, because this is where Cody is really on Janelle about buying this house. Oh, the offer fell through. You should buy the house. And this is where Janelle says, I cannot pay for the mortgage on this house and afford to build a house on Coyote Pass, which is understandable because that's essentially two mortgages, you know, or right. two two huge expenses. So so Cody keeps talking to her about it and I'm sitting there thinking, but I just heard you say in the last episode, you don't have any money. Do you know what I mean? It's a little right. bit of like, so, so do you have money or don't you have money? Do well, you that's have, why, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I think he, he was, he wants Janelle to use quote unquote her money. Cause I do think it, it seems to me that they do keep some stuff separate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause why is he asking her so you think that's it that he's basically pushing her and saying you should okay that makes a lot now i'm understanding this a lot more that makes a lot more sense so janelle is pissed because the other thing is is we learn in this most recent episode is that you know janelle's very modest and does not need you know she is not gonna she's not gonna get an apartment that's super fancy if she doesn't need it she's not gonna get anything that she doesn't need and so that makes sense so now it's almost like um Cody was pushing Janelle to buy the house with her own money, basically, because that's better for him and more comfortable for him. That's what it sounds like. That's right. So now that's make ah, it's all coming clear now. Yeah. And he wanted to make it like a rental property. um, uh, Eventually. Yeah. And make make money for him. Well, no, he I don't know. But anyway, she's she's trying to tell him, well, I talked to the mortgage broker and you know, you have to rent it out for two years before I could then go and get a mortgage to build on Coyote Pass. So mm-hmm. where am I going to live in the meantime? You know, and mm-hmm. she's, she's saying all these very straightforward, you know, uh, well thought out things to him. And he just won't, he just keeps saying, well, uh, you're not being very creative or thinking outside <laughs> the box. You know, we can do this. Why can't you? And it's like, wow, this man, he, he is just, He's awful with money. I don't no. even think he he understands it. No. On any level. No. Janelle does. He really, Janelle, Janelle should be in charge of all of that. I think they'd have a lot more money. Yeah. She's obviously a good saver. Yeah. 
Well, and so we see Truly go stay at the RV. Truly was very excited to go to the that RV. And, I, and yeah. I would just like to say anybody who watches, the, right, right, like take a step back and see how does Truly interact with Janelle right. and Savannah versus how she interacts with Cody, Robin, and her kids. Yes. Right. Like you can really see this difference with Janelle. It feels like an aunt or like someone really close. And this is my sibling or a cousin. And then when you go see her go to Robin's place, it's almost kind of like she's like, oh, God, this is really uncomfortable. Oh, that was awful. <laughs> For a little we'll talk, truly. We'll talk about that when you get there. But and so but and then Janelle says. Robin, there are a lot of pro so she says there have always there have been a lot of problems with Robin. And I'm like, okay, please tell us what yes. are the problems? Because Robin I find just utterly perplexing on the show. A lot of people because we li I listen, you know, we listen to other podcasts that recap Sister Wives, and a lot of people just really hate Robin. And I keep trying to figure out like, has she been doing things that I don't see? I mean, I did I did go and see that first that first season where she kicked the dog. <laughs> and Robin does not like dogs, apparently. But other than that, I don't know. Anyway, so but Janelle says something also very interesting which is she says everything everything in my life or everything's been done by committee and it's impossible yeah. to get things done and i think this is back to this idea of does plural marriage work is this a good idea and i think the problem is is that when you're in a marriage of two people it shouldn't it's it's much easier to get two people to agree than to get five people to agree right. and that is the problem with plural marriage is is that you are constantly like a democratic committee and we all know, looking at government and how slowly things work, you know, when we get lots of voices and people's opinions and everyone's opinions have to be heard and so on, that it takes forever. And that in order to get stuff done, you do need to make these unilateral decisions on your own. And I, I think in anyway, it just kind of keeps yeah. coming back to this idea of you know, plural marriage, you know, should people, is this a good idea? Is it not a good idea? All of this. And it, and it really, you're, you're showing us very clearly that with plural marriage, someone does have to be the driver of the train or, or you have to recognize that if it's really democratic, everything's going to take forever. And yeah, I think that says, that doesn't work for Janelle. Yeah. She says my life is a bureaucracy. Yeah. 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 yeah because like, we talked about this before, like, I, I think the only way that it will work, I mean, work is, you know, um, doesn't mean everyone's happy, but the only way it's going to work is if yeah, you have the husband who just kind of rules whatever he says goes, Yeah, you know, that's the only way you're going to get anything forward. done. Yeah. yeah. And then we get into the snowblower. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> the infamous small snowblower. I loved how Christine really put him in his place mm. so yeah she's has she's getting the last of her stuff out of the garage out of the house because the house is sold now yeah and but um, it's so interesting because she just said oh god i had to come back here and get all this yeah. stuff she, like she didn't want to be here and she you know probably hated the fact that she had to call cody to ask him if he would load this heavy snowblower and she did not want him to stay mm -hmm. she said i wanted him to put that in first and then he could just leave and i can you know pack everything else myself but of course cody wants to micromanage everything he wants to do it himself he's like no you should put the snowblower in last and all this other kind of stuff and finally she just says cody i'm i need to be in charge of this 
Mm-hmm. And then oh, that just pissed him off. Oh, that tell. really pissed him off. Because then I think he says this as they're pulling away. Well, you know what? You know what's so interesting, too, is that even then she says, Cody, I need to be in charge of this. And he's like, OK, fine. And so he yeah. like stomps over and gets a blow, snowblower and puts it in. And then even then he just doesn't pack up, pick up his stuff and go. Right. Even right. then he's like, OK, well, truly put some stuff over here and do this and do that. Like he had to stay and still micromanage everybody and tell everybody where things should be. It's yeah. it's a little bit of. Okay, (laughs) you know, I mean, you you told us what you think and how it should be done. Let her figure out if she's going to do it or not. Yeah. But anyway, when they're pulling away, he says, maybe I should have told her I didn't like her, but I didn't. (laughs) But I didn't quit. That's his final thoughts as Christine is pulling away after the snowblower is. Maybe I should have told her I didn't like her, but I didn't quit. What did he mean that he never liked her or didn't like? I don't. I I, honestly, I think right. I think he was. I don't know if he ever. I think he knew that she had a crush on him, that she really, really liked him. Because I've been listening to um, shit talk sister wives, and they've been rereading the. They've been reading out loud the oh sister wives book, and so I've been listening to them. So I've been listening to the book. And yeah, that she had this massive crush on him, that she was really into him. I think he thought like, okay, she would be good. She's going to split up these two, Mary and Janelle, which she did. She did that very well. And I think that's what, and and that was what was, that worked for him. And he liked that. And um, so, but now it's, um, but now you're saying to us, you never, ever liked her and that you made this ultimate sacrifice to love this person or try to love this person, hold her hand and show her that I cared. I pretend not because I loved her, but because it was the right thing to do or something. Yeah. It's like, okay. Okay. So, but isn't all of plural marriage and everything you've been saying, isn't this all about the right thing to do? Right? Like the whole, the whole, you've been talking at us for years now telling us what what you need to do to make a plural marriage work. And part of that is, is that understanding each wife and doing any of that. And that sometimes maybe, you know, you have different relationships with each one. But basically what you just told us was that you've been faking it with this one wife this entire time. To what? Yeah. Because to prove a point? I don't know. I just. I Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I think he's. I literally think he's making this up to protect himself, protect his ego, protect his psyche. He's come up with this story. Yeah. Cause it makes no sense. And, um, all right, well, let's move yeah. to, cause I'm just concerned about time and well, you know, people thing, might've be leaving the room now. Yeah. Um, we didn't talk about this episode. He went out to the RV so that, uh, Janelle could show her, show him oh, the plans. her plans. Oh, yeah. I didn't really, I think I'm, I don't know if I paid attention that much, this well, rewatch. She's very excited. You know, she actually has like a, you know, an architect, some, you know, drew up these plans for the house and she's trying to show him and point out all the different things. And he couldn't care less. Mm-hmm. He just acts like, uh, you know, the whole time he's just like, well, he said, we won't be able to build until we do this subdivision. Um, and they can't do the subdivision till they pay off the property. Mm-hmm. And this is the, this is the, whole, this is all again, Cody, 
they could be, they could have started building out there from the beginning. I don't think they had the money to, but, but Cody is obsessed with getting another lot Mm -hmm. out of this because right now it's got four legal lots. He wants to do a, do a, um, you know, do a lot line adjustment, whatever, create this new subdivision with another lot because he wants to, uh, I guess, build on it and rent the properties. Mm-hmm. He, he thinks he's some kind of, biz, you know, property mogul, you know, he, yeah. that's why talking about, oh, we're going to buy Christine's house and rent it. So this has always been his thing. Of course, he can't get it off the ground or make it go anywhere because he has no expertise in it. But now he's, and then he says, and I don't really, I have I don't really want to, uh, you know, we don't have the money to pay it off. Mm-hmm. So, so Janelle will never get to build ever. Like, and I don't know if it's, this is finally clicking in her head, but he's telling her point blank. Mm-hmm. She knows they don't have the money to pay it off. And he's well, yeah. telling her where, you know, well, I feel like we're seeing the beginning of Janelle putting the pieces together. You know, yeah. I think that. I think Christine, some might say that seeing Christine leave maybe prompted Janelle to leave. And I really think that Janelle, which we see, let's let's move on to episode 13, which is Corona Capocalypse. And um, it really starts off with this conversation with Janelle and Cody. And, you know, I think that Janelle really wanted to she saw that, yes, our kids are growing And, you know, we have a different relationship and let's do a reset and we're best friends and we're lovers and we're this Mm -hmm. and we're that and we're all of these things. I think that Janelle in that moment at that time didn't want to leave Cody. I think it was the money stuff that finally got her to to walk out the door. Well, in his attitude, he said several times he says that um, uh, men don't love women mm. who don't respect yes them. men don't and, love women that don't respect them and that's his excuse for why he's not going to do anything to help her build and he's just gonna be mad at her yeah so they're at what is it place called fat olives <laughs> in flagstaff well, well first wait uh this is where truly comes over oh that's right that's right and she's very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Cody says to her, well, did you bring your pajamas? And she says, no. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, well, aren't you going to spend the night? You know, it's mm-hmm. like this pressure on her as soon as she walks in the door. And she says, well, mom said it's up to me. Mm-hmm. She's basically telling him, no, I'm not going to spend the night. I didn't bring my pajamas. But he just ignores that. And he says, oh, we'll just give you a big T-shirt or something. Mm-hmm. It's like. I doubt she spent the night. She didn't spend the night there. She did not spend the night. Yeah. Cody, guess what? Truly would rather be out in that RV. Yes. With Savannah and Janelle than be in that big house with Robin and you and the kids. And then it was hilarious. He says, are you going to help me do my work? And she says, what is your work? (laughs) (laughs) He's like, and and he said it. He said, I have to build things. I need to build things. Yeah. It's like build he, what? Build what? Yeah. And like, you know, the Ari and Saul are all excited. And, you know, she's trying to show Cody some books that she brought. And he shows no interest in it. He yeah. does like barely looks at them and then says, Oh, go show these to Brianna or Aurora or something. I mean, I just this just really triggered me, you know. <laughs> it really triggered me this. You know, this guy, he doesn't give it. He he just wants her there to to say, 
that, oh, well, you know, truly came to see me. He doesn't want to interact with her. Or mm-hmm. He's he probably left two minutes after this segment was yeah. filmed to go do God knows what, because he's never around. Yeah. No one knows what I swear, is. I think, I think Cody it does a combination of things every day. I think one is he feels very important that he has to go. I got to go to Janelle's for a little while and like help her level the RV. And then, you know, he brings that log with him and he's like, I'm going to bring these logs. And then I think the other half of the time he binge watches like flipping out or HGTV shows. And I think in like flip or flop, I think he sees, I think he, I think he sees people buying houses and, and flipping them in this short amount of time. Yeah. And I think that's where he gets all this mogul stuff. And he's like, you know what we should be doing? We should be flipping houses. We should be right. I'm going to buy some stuff on Cody pass, but he doesn't get anything done. He no. just, he's, he's very ADD. Oh, he's beyond uh, ADD. So, all right. Can we get to the conversation? I think I'm just excited about the conversation because okay. I wrote, I wrote some things down verbatim. Okay. Because as I was saying to you before we started recording, I got up this morning and I watched episode 14 and then I went back because I knew we were talking about this stuff today and I watched episode 10, 11, 12, and 13. So I wrote this down because this comes up in episode 14. Very important. Very important. So Janelle and Cody are having lunch and they're talking. She's saying, we're best friends. You're my lover. You're my this, we're that. He says, we have not been acting like a married couple for a long, long time, which is, you know, very telling. Um, And one of the issues, what he asks her at that in that restaurant is, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? And she says to him, well, I think the easiest thing for me to do is to just go to Maddie's and go to Maddie's for Thanksgiving because everything's really tense. And um, Cody's and and it's because of these issues with COVID and primarily Gabe and Garrison. I don't I wasn't watching the show at this time. So you're going to have to fill in what they did that was so egregious to Cody. But I guess they weren't following the COVID rules to the way in which he did. And um, because they weren't following the COVID rules, he didn't he used that as his reason for not seeing them. But his big thing, what Cody says is, I'm not going to sit and have everyone over and act the way act like everything's peachy and fine without working things out. And he says again to Janelle, I'm not going to have them come to my house for Thanksgiving if they're got animosity towards me or someone who is connected to me. So he very clearly says to Janelle, I am not going to meet with those. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to sit here and be fake and have them over. And then he and then she says, well, that's a little tough because they're hurt. Right. And he says, maybe Garrison should reach out to me and sort of make amends, which goes against we're going to get to episode 14. But that right there is why this whole argument in episode 14 happens. Um, And so Cody, then we see Cody in his confessional saying, I just want to clear the air. I just want to clear the air. But what you said to Janelle was maybe Garrison should call me to make amends. To me, if I was Janelle, what I would hear, what I would hear from that is you don't want the kids coming over until they've made amends with you. Isn't that how you would interpret all that? Yeah. And she can't force them to make amends. They're adults. Yeah. And this is the part that really this pisses me off so much, which is that Cody is really and and Janelle is saying this and saying it blatantly, which is you're, you're making me pick. You're basically making me pick between you 
and Robin and these little kids that I barely know and my own children. And, you know, I'm not going to sit around at Thanksgiving with you guys. You know, I want to go be with my adult children. And that's just how it is. And how did you all think all of this was, you know, that was, again, I think this is Cody not ever being able to think clearly 20, 30 years into the future, because when he started having kids and building this family, he just could not get past the fact that that at some point your kids are going to grow up and go away and maybe some will stay, maybe some won't. But, you know, of course, Janelle wants to go and be with her children or at least some of her children for the holidays. Yeah, he finally, this finally occurs to him. Well, first, before I say that, um, it, it also really pissed me off that he said Garrison should try to reach out to him. No, you're the parent. Yeah. If you have a problem, you call him. He's an adult. And you say, hey, I want to talk about this. Because the thing that that Gabe and Garrison were, what happened was when, Co- when Cody came out with all his rules, um, he wanted them to basically quit their jobs, quit going to school, don't see your girlfriends, don't do anything, just stay in the house. And they were like, well, no, we're not going to do that, you know? Mm. (laughs) And so then he was like, well, you're making it so that I can't come over and see any of you guys, you know, blames it all on them. And they, apparently they called or texted Robin because they felt like Robin was the, Mm -hmm person who was real this was really about her rules and um they said well you know I, I don't know what they said but you know they talked to her about it and like you know why can't we <laughs> is there something we can do here to loosen mm-hmm. this up or something and of course that upset her and then she told cody and the, he's upset and then the they tried there was an episode last season where they tried to talk to cody about it and cody just wouldn't budge and he was just treating them like you know, like I'm, I'm the father, you do what I say, or it's my way or the highway. Um, mm-hmm. and they were just like, okay, well, um, well, yeah. And so yeah. then Cody says something to the effect of that. So because Garrison and Gabe texted Robin and blame, he's saying, this is what Cody's saying is they blamed her, which we really don't know what the text said. So we don't know if they were blaming right. her or not. Um, he said something to the effect of that, you know, they're just, they're jealous he said, that yeah. Dave, and, and I thought that was really weird because, you know, the thing is, again, when they keep talking about plural, you know, what does it mean to, you know, be in a plural marriage? And the way he's always described it is, is that, you know, it takes so much as a person to be in a plural marriage. And when you're a wife in a plural marriage, you have to constantly be checking in with your jealousy and, you know, asking yourself this question, like, is this real or am I really jealous? And kind of didn't, you know, you, you, you're supposed to deal with your jealousy. And I, the thing is, is that, yeah, okay, jealousy might be a sister wives issue, but it's not your child's issue. Yeah, It's yeah. not your kid's responsibility to do this. And, and that's the part. And I kept thinking about this when I was watching the show, which is, God damn it, these people lucked out, lucked out by Logan and Aspen and, and some of these other older kids. Logan yeah. and Aspen, the firstborn son and the firstborn daughter are two people that really jumped into this. And whether they wanted to or not, you know, they both saw the responsibilities and did it and jumped in. And you are so effing lucky. Yeah. That these that they were who they were. And I think a lot of their older kids were. I don't think the middle kids so much. I think a lot of these middle kids had a much different childhood and a different experience. And so they're not they're not as keen 
an all of this crapola. And they're not they're not Logan. They're not going to just kind of, you know, get along and and deal yeah. the and way so- the other kids have done. But that just irritated me to no end. It's also ridiculous to say that his children are jealous of Robin. Yeah. I mean, what? No. <laughs> jealous of her? No. You know, and then and then he says something like, oh, he starts talking about some members of the family and other members of the family instead of just naming names. And then he says something like you uh, something about you get. He basically says that, you know, you only get him if you're loyal to him and you Mm -hmm. respect, you know, that he's the head of the household. So so they're disloyal because he proclaimed these are the covid rules and they didn't want to follow them. So they're disloyal. Yeah. And 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 jealous. Right. (laughs) And they're jealous. And and again, you know, a child, if your child should not feel jealous of your partner, your child should not feel jealous. So there's something that you're doing wrong. There's something off here about that. If your kid feels like, cause that means your kid feels like your partner's needs and wants are more important than their needs and wants. And that's a problem, but yeah, he straight out says it. Robin is loyal to him and treats him like the head of house. Yeah. And that's why he, he loves her. That's why he's, <laughs> that's why everyone's jealous of him. Yeah. So Janelle says something Interesting in the um, in the uh, at Fat Olives, and she says, you know, the rules have changed. The rules have changed, you know, and it's very interesting because you said this once too. You were you were talking about this, and it, I can't remember if it was on on the podcast, <laughs> just in one of our many sister wives conversations. But this idea of you know who what happened with meeting all these women that like right that he and Mary had a fondness for each other, but maybe that it's never been like a passionate love. He and Janelle have been much more logical. So that hasn't been a passionate love. We've, he's made it very clear that Christine, he did not like Christine, but here comes Robin, you know, and I think, you know, he very much loves Robin. And I think that's a very passionate love. And I think he fell in love with her. And, and instead of being able to say to Janelle and other people of the family, I've fallen in love with one of these women and I'm proving myself wrong about plural marriage, that it doesn't quite work or it's not working for us. Instead of saying that, it's like, well, no, now you need to be loyal. Now you need to be like this. And now you need to be like that. Now you need to, you know, now you need to be this way or that way. And I think that when I, you know, when you're watching Janelle in this conversation, you're seeing almost her like out loud, realizing like the rules have changed. Like this isn't what the marriage that I originally came for. This isn't how it once was, you know? And I don't know. I just think that he, yeah, I think you're right. I think that until he met Robin, he never really, he never really knew what love was and knew what passionate like love is. And I think that's what we're seeing is this, this narcissist (laughs) in love which is what the show has been for umpteen years versus sort of a narcissist who's put in his place all the time i don't know yeah well i mean he was very young you know when he and mary got married i don't yeah he probably never really had a girlfriend before well they only knew each other two months two months four months tops i think that they they dated for two months and then got married four months later or something like that. I mean, it was very less than a year, less than six yeah. months. 
And I'm sure his dad pushed him into it because his dad, his dad became part of this polygamous sect, um, like later in life, I believe. Mm -hmm. So, you know, how people who are converted are very passionate about things. So he was probably pushing this on Cody and Cody is probably like, what, 19, 20 years old. And he's pushed into this situation. And then he's got multiple wives, got all these little kids. I mean, it's not a normal development. Mm -hmm. And um, so he, yeah, and it's shaped everything that just his whole life. And then also the other thing that's changed, and I think it was Cody who actually had a moment of clarity and said something about the fact that, you know, Robin's kids are all still living at home and they have two little kids and they're just in a very different place Mm -hmm. than like Janelle or Christine or Mary who, you know, they're in a totally different stage in their life. And it, you know, when they were all like just struggling, trying to, you know, take care of these kids and raise these kids, they had a common goal and, you know, and that's just, I mean, yeah, yeah. Christine and Janelle are not interested in helping raise Saul and Ariella, Mm -hmm. you know, and Robin's other kids are really should be living on their own. Um, she should let them go out into the world and live their lives. But, um, yeah, it's just not, not, nothing about this works anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So we hear about some of Cody's hot button issues, the RVs, the dogs. Again, I'm a dog lover. <laughs> so and also the other part of it, too, is like, OK, you know, and, and, and so this again goes back to this idea of plural marriage and how it should all work. It's that you're 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 not around enough to help them make decisions. So they become independent women and they start learning to live their lives independently because you're only coming around every fourth night, let's say at at a good time. Right. And then, but the times that you do come around, you're mad that things aren't the way you want them to be. And that's part of it. You know, the, the, the thing is, is that if you're a man in a plural marriage, you have to recognize you probably won't have a permanent home And in the old days, he used to laugh like, oh, my clothes are everywhere and ha, 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 ha. And you just notice. And I don't know if it's just he's getting older and he's getting more set in his ways or what. But he is, you know, what Janelle's supposed to keep these dogs on the if she wants to sleep with her dog, she should be able to sleep with her dogs. She's supposed to keep her dogs on the floor until you decide to show up and spend the night with her. And then she's supposed to, you know, and it already sounds like she was trying to accommodate you. And we see this in this most recent episode, too, where he's like. Oh, my side table, that's not going to be big enough for me. I need a really high light. <laughs> I need when a I, high lamp. And it's just like, but you're Why? here you're never once. Here. Yeah, but it, and, and, and even if you are here once every whatever, however many days, you don't accommodate for someone for that. And if you wanted every, oh God, I just go down a road. I know. So then we learn about Robin and Cody and all the kids except for Aurora get COVID which I, I kind of wonder if Janelle and Christine called each other and were like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just laughing and laughing and laughing. Like, here you go. You all, yeah. you made everyone insane with this and then you got it. And the how did you get it? The because irony. the irony, the irony, yeah. the irony. Um, and then we get something really sad, which is Gabe talking about, um, so first he says he got COVID in January, which I assume was January of 01. And then he says, I guess he didn't talk to his dad at all. And then he, on his birthday, 10, 11, he, his, um, 
his dad called randomly and he was kind of seeing like, will my dad wish me a happy birthday? Will he remember it if it's my birthday? And he didn't. And that was, I mean, poor Gabe. I know that was rough. He, yeah, he's been just gotten. Yeah. I feel like Gabe's of this. Yeah. Gabe. And, and it is true. I think that, that Janelle talks about this, like in season seven, and I just happened to see it, but just about how the middle kids had a harder time. You know, I do think things were harder for Gabe and Garrison and Peyton and, um, Gwendolyn and Isabel. I think that these middle kids that were younger when they moved to Vegas and then again, uprooted again to Flagstaff. I think that really affected them. I mean, the older kids like Logan and um, Maddie and Mariah, they all had to deal with the, the move to Vegas, but they haven't been yanked around as much as these other kids yeah. have. And I think that's part of it too, is I think that these middle kids like Gwendolyn and Gabe have a lot more resentment towards dad and everything that's happened in their lives. The older kids, like I think Logan had to move in his senior year or. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 And then like Maddie, Maddie was very upset about it and Hunter. So they were all pissed. Yeah. They they were all pissed. Basically all the older kids were pissed. They didn't like it. No, No, nobody has gotten gotten out of this unscathed it's all right Gabe well Gabe your birthday is my wedding anniversary so I will never forget it (laughs) yeah you'll never forget (laughs) and then we get Mary Mary shows up for the first time and we don't know how long and we catch Mary in a little bit of a lie which we caught her she says I've been texting Robin and um I've been texting Robin and she sounds there was times where she sounded out of breath and you're like well how do you get that from a text mary (laughs) i know so have you been texting oh so you've been texting and calling i guess but again you know isn't the whole point of sister wives to have someone there to take care of your children while you're sick right like this is a great example of if you know what does it mean to be a good sister wife yeah maybe a good sister wife is to go and with the hazmat suit in and help them, but not just stay at your inn and text them and say, how's it going? <laughs> That's super yeah. annoying when you're sick. Well, and you know, Cody's, all of Cody's drama. Oh, God. About, him, the, about the whole. COVID. And what makes me really angry is I'm pretty sure he wasn't vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And because I think he's, you know, he's in that group of people um, with those ideas. And also, I think it was Peyton who said on TikTok that um, his dad has never been vaccinated and still isn't vaccinated to this day. Oh, God. And Cody is just being so dramatic about his, what he went through and COVID and how he was having like an existential crisis. And, you know, I mean, he was just not in a good way. And it's like, well, you know what? Your COVID would have been a lot easier Mm -hmm. if you had been vaccinated. Yeah. You know, your symptoms wouldn't have been so bad. And your trapezius yeah. muscles, <laughs> my gluteus maximus muscles. It's oh, like, we don't need, please stop naming your body parts. We got it. You're achy all over COVID. We got it. Got his, it. 90, his 99.8 fever. Ugh. It's like, you know, cry me a river. I mean, I'm not making light of, I mean, COVID is serious. And that's why you get vaccinated. <laughs> Because it is serious. Millions of people have died from it. I mean, Jesus, is this not 
God, poetic justice, yeah. this whole thing. I mean, you know, and he's being so dramatic about Robin being in the oh. hospital and he was going to check himself in just to be with her. And it's like, well, you're not going to be together. You're going to be separated. <laughs> just so. to be there and hold her hand. Save yeah. Well, everybody, everybody said that COVID made Cody anxious, emotional, depressed, that he had a breakdown. You yeah. know, he was so just having this existential crisis in the situation. Um, and one of the things that he says is like, I went to Janelle, which he, I don't think he ever did, which is begging her to have a deeper relationship with me. You know, it's like, have you told Janelle any of this? I mean, what you... I swear, and again, I don't know what the length of time is from the confessionals to the time that things are recorded. I don't know if it's like they do it several months, if they, because of COVID, they had to wait a long time. But, you know, Cody really does, he, he, he makes up a whole new reality, a whole new reality for these confessionals. Yeah, I, I, I do. I think, yeah, he's had time to think about it and come up with these because he also talks about, even though in the same breath, he talks about how angry he is with Christine. He talks about how heartbroken he was and maybe he should have just told her, you know, how, that he loved her. And it's like, well, why didn't you tell her? And he kind of says the same thing. He says he wants Janelle's help to get through the heartbreak from Christine, but he doesn't tell her that. Mm hmm. I mean, it's, yeah, he, he doesn't, he clearly doesn't tell people his true feelings or he's just making this shit up for the confession. Yeah, I think he's making it up. All right, let's move on to episode 14. We're finally here. And they say it's been a couple months. It's been a couple months since that last, since uh, Christine has left. Um, and so, and it looks like they've got a fire. So I think we've moved from summer into fall. So I'm assuming this is like the fall fall into winter of 2021 um mm -hmm. so it's janelle mary robin and cody well, they're all together for the first time since christine left see yeah yes. yeah it's um janelle says it's um a week before thanksgiving so. and um cody really wants us all to know how much he has suffered from having oh COVID. yeah he really wants us to know that he is near death he, experience he has had you know he has had a near death experience with COVID, and i'm sure it felt like this way listen i haven't had COVID. knock on wood you haven't had COVID. i don't know what it's like mm -hmm. to have COVID, but I, again, I, I have a hard time being empathetic to anybody where if you don't have the shots, if you do not get vaccinated and you um, want to complain about COVID. So Robin wants to talk about what is happening. And according to Cody, Robin is such a great communicator. <laughs> She's such a great communicator. Um, and um, And then we get into this they sort of talk about the, sh they talk about themselves and the relationship in this big picture, right? Like COVID exposed us. Um, they start talking about Christine, um, you know, didn't want to live in the, this house a one house with everyone in 2018. And, and I think that what we're seeing here is again, one of the dynamics of sister wives and plural marriage, which is the more people you have and the more everybody's in each other's lives, the more that people are going to talk about each other and complain about each other. And 
and and I think that um, Janelle says, God, where does it? She says, Cody leaks like a sieve, a sieve. Mm-hmm. She and calls him a blabbermouth. A blabbermouth. So I think what we're seeing a lot of is the the that the family has been dealing with this combination of the wives would go to Cody and vent and vent to him and say, Christine's doing this or Janelle's doing this. I'm not happy. And then Cody would take that. It seems like, and either go back to another wife or react to that wife. And instead of just being like, Oh, she's just venting. Keep it to to yourself. yourself. Yeah. There's no, there's no confidentiality. I mean, Mm -hmm. That's not right. That that's not right. I mean, you're in a marriage. You can't have that. You can't go and tell other people what your wife told you in confidence. That's just awful. Yeah. Well, no. And so, but we're seeing very much um, what is happening because nobody seems to know what's going on. Like everybody is sort of sitting either they're either they know what's going on and they just don't want to say it. Or they they don't know, they really have no idea what's going on. And there was one moment, I think right about there, where Mary, she says, I don't know, do you think I should say this? I'm, I'm trying to figure out whether or not I should say this. I don't know if I should say this. And I'm sitting in my house going, say it, say it, Mary. <laughs> say it, just please say it, Mary. Um, and then they go to commercial. And then she comes back and... And then I'm looking at my notes and I'm like, well, what did she say? I can't even remember what did she say yeah, after all that. She finally like reveals something really deep and meaningful. And I'm like, oh my God, I didn't write it down. Well, let me, yeah, I remember her doing that, but yeah, I don't remember what the big reveal was looking at my notes. Um, oh my oh. God, Mary, you finally said something. Well, I do feel like in this episode, this was the first time we really heard Mary say something to the effect of, oh, that, you know, saying what everybody else has been saying, which is you're mad that you, that Christine wasn't willing to work on this with you. And she just left Well, I'm here and I've been wanting to work on this yeah, with you that, and you don't want to work true. on it with me. That was her big, that was her big revelation. It's like, oh, thank God, Mary, you, you're yeah. now caught up to the rest of us. She says that she sees parallels, the things that Cody complains about Christine. Cody did the same thing to Mary and mm-hmm. he want, he's now saying he wanted to work on it with Christine, but not, he doesn't want to work on anything with her. That yeah. was her. And quite frankly, Cody didn't want to work on anything with Christine. Cody wanted Christine around because Christine, because Christine had a role and that role was to be the lighthearted one and the one in right. between and, and the one to do holidays and the one to do this and the, the caregiver and all of those things. That's why he wants Christine around. That's why yeah, he wants her around. And that's the, that again, we're back to the problem is, is that you, it's very, very hard to have intimate relationships and deep relationships with many people at the same time. And the thing is, is that you can't have a really deep relationship with Christine, but you want her, you, you still, she's part of this cog of this wheel. And so what you're saying is you're part of the spoke, the spoke of this wheel or whatever it is. I don't want you to go, but I don't really want to have to invest any time and energy into you. And you should be okay with that. And Christine said, no, I'm not. Yeah. He's only saying this stuff now. And you know, it's, it's true. Christine was the life of that family. Mm -hmm. Like a, a couple episodes ago, they did a little compilation showing 
over the years how Christine, uh, you know, had, uh, I mean, she threw Rob in a baby shower, you know, the woman who she couldn't stand. Mm -hmm. She threw one that she treated like dirt. Yeah. Right. She threw her this big baby shower and was like playing all these fun games, like very enthusiastically, you Mm -hmm. know, hosting this thing. She at the holidays, you know, she was the one who had all these traditions and, and it's really true. Like if you took her out of the equation, Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. It would be so awful because I I like Janelle, but Janelle's not going to be doing all that fun. She's not like fun. fun. No, she's not. Christine's the one who's like, come on guys, let's go like on a hike or let's go do this or let's play that. She is literally the life of that family. And Mm -hmm. without her, it's just dreadful. Yeah. So Janelle says she feels like she has to choose between the adults and her children which is true, which is Cody keeps putting her in this place because he's mad at her about, again, we just had the conversation at Fat Olives, Cody. We all remember it um, about Thanksgiving. And she tells everybody, I'm going for Thanksgiving, but I'm going to be here for Christmas. And we're starting to have, um, um, you know, and this brings up this whole issue with Garrison and um, Gabe. And I just wrote a note, which is Robin is lost. <laughs> so did Robin say she was lost or does she look lost? Because that's the part. It's like, are you lost or are you diabolical and not saying anything? You know, I mean, again, I just I can't figure out what's going on. Um, and this is where <laughs> Cody says Robin's the only good communicator in the family. Robin gets to the root of the problem. And then he says, you know, plural marriage. It isn't all beer and Skittles. <laughs> Yeah. And then, yeah. And he talks about when he was saying Robin is a good communicator. He said she has this way of circling the donkey. Oh, yes. Circling the donkey. It's like he's taking expressions and like getting all the words wrong. I mean, you're talking about circling it's some the kind wagon. of like country farm thing. Well, I, but I, about for, like the donkey and the donkey, but you put the donkey, the donkey goes in the circle and they're, they're so stubborn that they'll just keep going until the, the thing is fixed. I'm like, how does the donkey I going in a circle know. fix something? I don't know. I didn't understand that either. But yeah, that she is the, um, that, uh, you know, she's the rock for all of us. Well, and then, yeah, we'll see. There's two, they have two outdoor meetings. Mm -hmm. The first, the first outdoor meeting is at Mary's house. Is that Mary's? Was that her backyard? Okay. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah. And, you know, things got tense, but then. Janelle. Oh, that's right. Jan- was that the one where Janelle wanted to show her plans? Was yeah. the first meeting yeah. about showing the plans? Okay. Yeah. But but it turned it, you know, she was just going to, she's like, well, I got to go pick up Savannah. And then they're like, oh, well, do you want to show us your plans? And she was like, oh, yeah. So, you know, she shows the plans. Um, of course, Cody doesn't care. But, but in that meeting, it really irked me because at one point, Robin starts crying, you know, making everything all about her talking about how hard it is to be a plural wife when, you know, your husband's going through this divorce because, you know, he thinks all women are just terrible Mm. and takes it out on you. And I'm just like, shut up. You know, it just makes it all about her. Like, I'm so, I'm so tired (laughs) of her crying, her fake crying. And there's a lot of crying. And also the daughters both now cry a lot too. Right. I know she's taught them. 
Um, well, we do. We get a little scene in between the outdoor scenes. We get a scene of Christine in her home in Salt Lake, mm-hmm. just living her best life. Super happy. Um, and then I, I wrote down build. She built build a bridge with Robin. OK, this is where she admits like she. Oh, I made a mistake. I didn't mean to make Robin think that I didn't want a relationship with her or her children. And I feel terrible and so on. So now we go back to another meeting outside and this is what we talk about the holidays. And well, it's when, when uh-huh. before that, that uh, before that Cody goes to Janelle's apartment. Oh, that's right. When we first see her apartment <laughs> and it's tiny. Yes. And he clearly doesn't like it to him. It's just a step above the, the RV. Yeah. But, um, you know, S- Savannah, she seemed really sad to me. Yeah. Like, she, um, she says something about how she hopes now he comes over more often, but when he comes over, it's more like a visit. He's not really living there. And it's just like, oh, that was just sad. Yeah. I didn't like that. Well, yeah. And what's, it's sucky because these younger, the youngest kids, which is Savannah and truly and, um, Oh, who's the youngest? Well, then it then it would be Saul and Ari. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they were the littlest ones. But well, I guess Brianna. I think Brianna might is Brianna the same age as Savannah? No. Oh, yes, yes, I think so. Okay, or maybe yeah. around the same. But yeah, I mean, poor Savannah is getting yanked around. She didn't have this big family. You know, she had it. And now it's gone, and she just didn't. She just didn't have the same experience that her sister Maddie did. Basically, right. you know which is kind of a bummer. It just, it is, I don't know. I, I mean, some of this is inevitable having a big family, whether it's plural marriage or not. That's just kind of how it is. But um, so then they talk about the, the conversation was mainly between Cody and Janelle. Mary and Robin were completely silent, even though yeah. Cody's like desperate to get them to chime in. And, um, and so this comes back to what I was saying earlier, which is Janelle goes back to him and says, well, they got an Airbnb because my tiny apartment's not going to fit everybody. Right. <laughs> and um, they wanted a place to stay and they didn't feel comfortable like coming to Robin's or coming to Mary's or anyone else. So they're getting this Airbnb to all be together. And and Cody's now backtracking, saying, I never said anything about that, about they having to have a mea culpa or they need to apologize to me. I just wanted to have a conversation. I just wanted to be, he kept comparing it to like an alcoholic's home or something like, I didn't want this alcoholic thing where people, we got in a fight and then we just brush it under the rug. I wanted to have a conversation with them about it. Granted, you've had a phone this entire time. So if you really wanted to nip this in the bud. If you just wanted to have a conversation, you could have just called. You could have done it. But but that's what drove me crazy. I I felt for Janelle in that moment in time of like, wait a second. The last conversation you had with me was this, which is what we all yeah. saw. And I don't think you've had a conversation since. So then Mary chimes in. Then Mary comes in and says, oh, well, yeah, I think I've heard you say something like basically backing up Cody. And it's a little bit like, what are you talking about, Mary? You have, you have not been around you were not at even all. There. You weren't you there. You're you not around. And again, I keep coming back to, is it, so is it a good thing or a bad thing? That Robin and Mary are being silent because on the one hand, you can say, God, just pick us, you know, like talk, get in there, have a, you know, let's if you if you all want to talk and be more open then and talk about your problems, then everyone needs to talk and everyone needs to share. But at the same time, 
if you believe that everything should be that each individual relationship should be individual, then, okay, I can see why you're being silent. But at the same time, then shouldn't this just be between the two of you? They're scared to say anything to him because they both know that they can Cody can never perceive them as being disloyal. Mm. You know, like Mary is desperately trying to get back into his good graces. Why? Um, I don't know. That's one. I don't well, even understand that. I just, I don't know. She doesn't have the self-esteem. Like she, I don't know. She, she wants to be part of this family. I think she feels like if she leaves Cody, she loses the entire family or something. Mm. But um, yeah, they they know that you can't say anything to Cody, he'll say you're disloyal um, because the, look what happens. Like he goes off, he goes off on Janelle mm-hmm. and he's just yelling at her. And she's, he's saying that she's betraying him. Um, no respect for his COVID rules. That, that, that she basically, he is accusing her of what he's accused Christina, of, which is you are turning my children against me. You're turning the children yeah. against them. And this is the thing is, is that, One thing that people don't realize is you can manipulate kids of a certain age, but once kids get to be a certain age, you can't manipulate them anymore. You You really can't. You cannot. So what is so insane about all of this is, is that even if that was Janelle's diabolical plan was to get all of her children to hate Cody, she wouldn't be able to do it. She couldn't be able to do it because they are too old and too, they've seen everything. They have their own relationship. So the fact that he's accusing her of that is just so, like, you really don't understand people. You know, kids see, that's the thing. Kids always end up seeing, maybe it's not when they're, you know, at the age you want them to, but kids always end up figuring out the dynamics in relationships. Kids always figure out dad was a cheater. Kids always figure out, you know, mom, mom drank, you know, Mm -hmm. kids always, they always do. Yeah. He, he doesn't understand anything about, uh, children, child development, adults, people. He just really, he's so self-absorbed. He, Mm. he, he, although he did say, something about how he said, I have my own dad. Yeah. Issues. I thought that so was now, interesting. See, yeah, he has these I, moments. I know. He says, and now I've passed it on to my kids. And it's like, wow. Well, el- can you elaborate on that? Like that you finally said something interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, um, and then he said something about, because I have all these things like 18 months of being persecuted, persecuted. And then, you know, um, his near death experience. Yeah. And what huge, he keeps talking about these huge sacrifices that he's made. So is his huge sacrifices that he's made loving three women that he wasn't really that attracted to or wanted to, I mean, really like, what is your sacrifice that you've made? Cause I haven't really seen, seen you make any sacrifices. I've never seen you, have to we from day one we saw you in that convertible lexus like from day one i don't i have not seen you make listen you've have you had to work hard and have you had to make big choices and decisions and have you yes that's called being an adult and being a parent being a father being in this family yeah what did that's life we've all we've all had to make various sacrifices in our lives and done various things so what giant sacrifices have you made beyond everybody else or any of the women in this family the women have made sacrifices too it's like he he only sees his own right and more than him this whole lifestyle revolves around him yeah 
Yes, it does. They're, the women are the ones who are making the sacrifices, not you. Yeah. But you get treated like a prince. So is is Cody... And so at the end there, I was like, so is Cody blaming the divorce on the other women? Like, who, who are you blaming? Like, it, it felt like at the end there, he was blaming the divorce on his current you know this what happened with christine on janelle and mary and robin and i I don't know yeah and it's like did you not listen to christine she's not leaving because of them Mm -hmm. she's leaving because of you she never once said you know i don't i i don't i can't get along with my sister wives i have a problem the only reason robin factored into it was because she couldn't watch him having a good relationship with Mm -hmm. robin i don't think she's upset with robin because of that you know yeah she's upset with cody yeah Yeah. and she yeah i don't know he's he's really wow that last episode he was really just lost it i mean he's really he's lost he's a lost person he is very very lost well and so the big news over the last couple days has been that um that uh janelle he and janelle are separated so he's they showed it in the previews. Yeah, they showed that in the, the previews, preview. but there was a bunch yeah. of, I don't know if you saw this online, people were yeah. posting. In, in Touch magazine. Yeah, I, I was like, oh, this is In Touch, and then this is this one, you know, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if I should believe all of these, this, um, everything that I read, but. Right. Um, yeah, that he, that, that Christine, it's a divorce, and um, Janelle, it's a separation, and basically, I'm dying to hear what Mary thinks because Mary's hopefully watched the show and seen what he says. So where's Mary yeah. with all of this? And I think that, yeah, I think that he is, I think that, I think now what's different is, is that um, I think at the time that all of this was going down, I think one of the big insecurities that they had, whether they were saying it or not, or whether they were owning up to it or not was the show. Right. was they didn't want to lose the show because this is their big cash cow. And the show, even though maybe the show doesn't pay them, we all know, like no one would be buying your Plexus or LuLaRoe, you know, clothes if you weren't on this goddamn show. So, you know, they have all these businesses and everything's interconnected to the show. So I, I, I think now that they're seeing that, oh, there's a new now that they're filming this new season and that they're seeing that even with Christine being gone, we can still film. I almost feel like Cody now has, you know, he's like, okay, Janelle, you can go. Okay, you know, Mary, you can go. And I think that what will eventually happen is it will just be he and Robin in that house with those kids. And he will be perpetually trying to build on Cody past. And that's what it will be. And he will be you know, a monogamist. Yeah, it looks like it's headed that way. Although in the previews for the one-on-one, um, I don't know, tell-all, whatever you want to call it, um, he said something about how he was thinking about reconciling with Mary, but something happened. I can't remember what. And I was like, what? Huh, really? <laughs> like, of, of course, Mary, I'm sure, would go for it, but... Well, he's really, you know, stringing poor Mary along. He's like, wait a minute, I'm losing wives. <laughs> I've got to have at least a couple. Well, and dads. the one thing, right. And one of the things that we're talking about, one thing that we haven't talked about is what does all this mean when you get to the celestial kingdom, right? The religious part about it, right? Yeah. And so 
that Cody's mad because he doesn't he keeps saying a divorce on my record, a divorce yeah. on my record. So what is, you know, if 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 one of the reasons why you're doing this is because of your faith, then what is God going to say to you when you get to the pearly gates? Like, oh, you got this divorce, Cody. You know what's right. happening. But maybe maybe he's maybe that's changed for him and he feels like, OK, you know, yeah, maybe they don't believe true. in this anymore. Yeah, if he truly believes in it, that's probably what one of the things he's most angry about. Mm-hmm. Like all the, all the things he says he's angry about are not the real. I just think it's just his loss of control, mm-hmm. the religious stuff, the television show, you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, it's panicking. I know. It's, it's funny because you watch the show and you do wonder, like, what would have happened? Number one, what would have happened if there was no show? If Robin had come in, what, what would that be like? And what would have happened if Robin hadn't come in? And I really do think that if the show hadn't come about and Robin hadn't come about, I think they would have all figured out how to make this work. They would have all sort of lived this out. But, um, you know, I think that the combination of the show and... You know, I think that that's what's turned him from this kind of jovial, fun, kind of crazy guy into who he is today, I think, is the ego of the show. And I think that he's gotten a lot of I think he's gotten a lot of negative feedback about himself. And I think there's a lot of anger there, too, of I'm misunderstood. I'm persecuted. Nobody understands me. Blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, I think it's mostly that his loss of control control over his children, control over his wives. Um, control over his life. Um, yeah. And, but the other thing is what, what, I don't think he has a job. Like I said, I think he just, I think he makes things up for himself to do during the day. And then when he's not, he's watching HDTV dreaming about being a real estate mogul. Yeah. Well, he, I believe he does sell guns at gun shows. Oh, that's right. The remember guns. that guy, Brian? <laughs> Brian, yes. Yeah. The, um, who he officiated his wedding. I think that's his partner. And, and they do, they go to gun shows. And so, yeah, Cody can't ever, he's too egotistical to like work for somebody. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't know. And also I'm sure he sells more guns because yes. Cody yes. Brown. Yes, yes, there show. is. Yeah. People know who he is. And after a few, if the show goes off the air, after a few years, you know, people aren't going to know who you are. Yeah. That's why people want to stay on TV. Yeah, the Kardashians. Uh, yes. <laughs> so here we are. Woof! This was an hour and thirty six minutes. Oh my gosh! I know, I know. And we went through that pretty fast. There was so much. <laughs> there was so much more. So much more that could have been said. Well, but, so you know. Brooke and I have we've been talking about, and I would love to hear from you, our our two or three fans <laughs> that are out there. <laughs> There's a few more than that. <laughs> um. So we're talking about because this has been the most popular and we do obsessively like to talk about it. Um, we're thinking about doing a separate bonus rewatch of just the seasons, like one season at a time. So if anyone has any deep thoughts or feelings one way or the other, please email us at psychlegalpoppodcast at gmail.com um, and let us know if you are interested or not um, in this. I think we might do it regardless. Yeah, just, <laughs> just for fun. Just for fun. Um, but talk and about also- each season. Yeah, and then we'll do it after this. After There's only one more episode. There's only that wrap-up episode, that that tell-all. Well, 
Not necessarily, because I looked last season, they did three of those. Oh, so you think that it could be like a tell-all and then we're going to show you a bunch more and then a tell-all and then we'll show you a bunch more? No, they're going to have last season. Um, oh, three had, episodes. They three, oh. three tell-all mm-hmm. episodes. Well, they call them one-on-ones because they don't all <laughs> they together. want to be on the same couch. One-on-one things. But yeah, it was three episodes and way more stuff happened this year. So mm-hmm. I would... I imagine they're going to have at least three episodes of that. So we'll come back after those have aired and we'll do, we'll discuss those. Yeah. It's hard. You know, this was five episodes. It's hard when it's this many, like there's a lot, there's a, and that's the whole thing about sister wives. Tons of things happen, but yet nothing happens all at the right. same time. And I, a lot is said though. Yes. And it's just, that is what's fascinating about the rewatch is everything happens, but nothing happens. Like the conversations are the same and the, but each conversation you're getting a little bit more and you're getting a little bit more of the dynamic. So it kind of hooks you in. You're like, I keep wanting to watch this weird show. Um, but we are talking about the same thing over and over again. I mean, like when they were in Vegas, it was fleeing Vegas and the kids hated it. And then it was like, okay, we have to get into these houses. Okay. How are we going to, I mean, like seasons about how to get in these houses now we're in the houses okay we're in the houses we're in the houses let's thank cody for driving us to vegas okay we're talking about vegas houses house i mean i'm talking like six six seasons just talking about these vegas houses but yet fascinating at the same time (laughs) all right well let's wrap it up thank you so much for tuning in we so appreciate it if you like this podcast please subscribe um and so that you can download every single episode also please go to apple and give us a five-star review write a few words if you can say how great it is um and even better recommend it to a friend or two so that we can continue to grow all right i think that's it all right we'll see you next time bye planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices pack your bags with high quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with quince go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365 day returns